When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Well met, fellow adventurers. You find me still in Talonus, the capital of Tysa. And look, there's more adventures going on here. Quite a few, actually. One of them is the Wounded Horseman. Blood seeps through the swordsman's tunic, and he gingerly clutches at his side as he relates to you horrifying tidings from the remote town of Eastfell. Start this adventure. An early morning stroll along the wooded road within sight of the high outer wall of Talonus takes an interesting turn when, for around a, be- round a bend, a lone wider suddenly appears, heading west at a frantic quip- clip. You stand on the edge of the road and watch as the wider approaches. When he is within... When he is within twenty yards of you, he tugs on the wains of the brown mare he's riding and draws up alongside you. The grey-bearded wider greets you with a curt nod and is about to speak when he suddenly clutches at his midsection, doubles over in agony. He teeters back and forth in the saddle and you rush forward, taking hold of his arms to prevent him from toppling from the horse. Your eyes are immediately drawn to his tunic. The worn garment is heavily stained with blood. The man gasps loudly and leans against the neck of his steed to steady himself. Pay me no mind. These will heal, he croaks weakly. Just a moment. Just a moment. Please give me just one moment. I bear ill tidings from Eastfell, he says, when his breath returns. The town was attacked this morning, and the watchtower was taken. I wire to Talonus to find the commander Yost in the north barracks, and have him wide to Eastfell with a hundred men. You've heard, you've heard of Eastfell, a small, remote town east and north of Talonus, on the edge of a rugged patch of wood known as Thornbyre Thick. 
Intrigued and horrified by the man's story, you immediately press him for more information, and he readily provides you with it. He tells you that early this morning, just after dawn had broken, an eye of goblins, like no goblins he has ever seen, poured out of the wooded hills north of Eastfell, and storms the watchtower on the eastern edge of town. The watchtower houses a garrison of our king's soldiers, he says. Eastfell is a remote place, surrounded by rugged country, and the soldiers serve alongside our own militia, keeping the area safe. Then the soldiers and the militia were overwhelmed, and the watchtower quickly fell into the hands of the marauding creatures. Some of the goblins, he tells you, ventured into the eastern half of town, and attacked those townfolk who had not already fled for the safety of the hills. Three of us left on horseback at the quest of one of the surviving soldiers. We're to get help in Talonus. Captain Yost, I am to seek out. Well, things go on and get worse, my friend. Only a couple of miles back to the east, the three of us ran afoul of some highwaymen. Managed to escape. All thanks to the fleet thieves of of this gal beneath me. My companions were dragged from their horses. I shudder to think what's became of them. Without hesitation, realising the gravity of the situation, you tell the man you will go to Eastfell at once and do, and do what you can to help his people and what remains of his defenders. But surely he would do better to fetch help with me, he says, in a pleading voice, obviously taken aback by your bold words. What can man's one man hope to? The man's eyes suddenly widen and exhale sharply. You're Zook, or oh, I'm much mistaken, he says, staring at you in disbelief. Well, pay no mind to my rambling. If there's one man in this entire kingdom who could... He abruptly stops speaking and slowly and unsteadily climbs out of the saddle and hands you the reins to his horse. You're right to go and help, he says, but I dare say most able. It only takes one voice to raise the alarm, and let that voice be mine. You may also hear bad news to the men who remain that I have reached the city. Take my mare, she's a swift mount. I pray she carries you to safety. There is something else I nearly forgot, says the man, suddenly short of breath. He leans up against the horse, and you take hold of his arms and help steady him. A sorceress, he finally continues. Her face is painted. And she wields powerful magic. The soldiers who survived the attack on the tower said her blasts of fire tore through through their bugs and arms, and those that uh, the flames didn't fell, the goblin creatures did. The man's description of the fire-wielding mage does not sit well with you. The force of humans in league with goblins or some other such wicked creatures is always unsettling. There is something about the painted face on which. T- Face your face that you feel casts a far more sinister shadow over the assault on Eastvale. Now, I can I have the opportunity to use restoration to heal this guy, and I will. Calling upon it, succeeded. Sixteen XP to restoration. Channeling your power of restoration, you are able to almost completely heal the more serious of the man's several wounds. 
He stares in astonishment at the wide gash that circles his upper torso. Slowly swings until it is hardly more than a shallow gasp. By the old father, he explains repeatedly as the process is repeated a few more times. He thanks he thanks you over and over as he gazes from his sealed wounds and back to you in disbelief. Realising there is no time to be wasted, he instructs him to continue to the city and fetch all the hope he can. You promise him, as you prepare to depart, that you also attempt to find out about the fate of his companions. My prayers go with you, and I hope luck does as well, he says, as you climb into the saddle and turn your newfound steed to the east. With a final wave, the man departs, hurrying as fast as his legs will allow, along the last stretch of road towards Taunus. You know with absolute certainty you must head with all possible haste for Eastvale. If all that this man has said is true, you alone may be in the best position to speedily come to the aid of its people, or at the very least, guide them out of peril. As you prepare to set out for the remote town, Easter Town, as you realise, based on what the wounded rider has told you, that danger likely awaits you, not only in Eastville, but also along the very road that will lead you there. Please note, to travel to Eastville, choose the travel option in Talonus and select Eastville from the list of nearby locations. 13. Experience the General. This finishes the formal part of this quest. But, the, but not not the quest proper. Right, travel. The town of Eastvale. You're less than two miles from Talon as bound for Eastvale. When the forest road along which you're riding suddenly becomes the scene of an ambush, a group of six rugged-looking men leap out of the woods on both sides, brandishing swords and axes. The men gruffly demand your gold possessions promising you some particularly painful consequences should you refuse to comply. Obviously, I'm going to hold my ground and engage the bandits. I mean, I thought, I mean, there is the option to flee, but I don't think barely anyone's ever going to actually click that. And even if they do, they'll just quit without saving and then have not clicked it. Hold your ground and engage the bandits. Your apparent lack of fear in the face of the sudden assault seems to have somewhat unnerved the highwayman. Turning the saddle, you engage the two bandits closest to you, hoping to put them down before they can cause harm to either you or your horse. I'm fighting two bandits. I'm fighting from the saddle. I have an advantage. Hmm, Do I kill them? Or do I subdue them? Kill, subdue, kill, subdue. Mm, subdue. The bandits swipe at you with their short swords. And they fall down. 1xp. The defeat of the two bandits breaks the will of the other highwaymen. They quickly scatter and flee into the forest on either side. The two men you've battered into the submission stagger to their feet and limp off after their departed companions. Okay, now, try to get another career, okay? Try to get another non-crime career.
Or if you have to do a crime, non-violent crime, <laughs> I don't know, maybe smuggling. Depends what you're smuggling. You might, most you'll be just hurting the revenue. <laughs> it's not a good thing, but it's better than, say, killing people. Yeah. Try to stop with the crime. Ta-ta. Only a few yards off off the road to the north, you discover two two men lying on their sides, their arms and legs bound with thick, crude rope. You free them, and they painfully rise to their feet, thanking you repeatedly for saving them from their less-than-hospitable captors. As you expected, these two men were the companions of the wounded rider, who related to you the terrible news from Eastfell. To a few minutes, when they've sufficiently recovered from their ordeal, you tell them to return to Talonus and make certain that help is fetched to Eastfell with all possible face. haste. You are brave to be heading that way, says one of the men as they depart. Our prayers go with you, but you'll need more than that if you find for what you'll find there, I fear. Both men call after you, wishing you luck as you gallop off to the east, eager to reach Eastfell without further delay. The miles fall away, and you soon find yourself moving through the hilly fields, separated by bands of thick forest that mark the outskirts of the town of Eastfell. You're within sight of some of the town's first outlying settlements, when you come across a group of men, women, and children speeding along the road in a bouncing wagon drawn by two large horses. Not that way, stranger, shouts the man holding the reins as the wagon hurls, hurdles past. To the hills south and west. Follow along if you need to. You turn and watch as the wagon continues as it breakneck pace, till at last disappears peers round a whip bend in the road. It would have seen that the townsfolk have fled or in the process of fleeing from Eastfell in the wake of the attack, beginning to wonder, wonder what you are likely to find upon your arrival in town, when you are alerted to your to movement ahead. Head on the road, three short green-skinned creatures are slowly moving up to the middle of the road towards you. They pit, they've obviously spotted you, but their approach appears to be cautious. First believe them to be goblins. You suddenly recognise the foul creatures as clover claws, aware a particularly cruel bleed of goblin that were born out of dark sorcery many ages ago. There's a link for clover claws. Clover claws are small humans, about two thirds the size of the average human, that are closely related to goblins. They are thick, Leathery skin like goblins, which is almost always a deep shade of green. These vile creatures were almost certainly the product of some dark sorcery many ages ago. Their name is derived from long, sharp, stone-hard claws that protrude from each of their thumbs. These two claws serve as effective, natural weapons that all clever claws are adept at using. Clever claws are not known to seek out confrontation with humans, as some other goblin species do, but instead prefer to hide themselves away in some dark, remote place where they can be left to their own affairs. 
When they feel their domain has been violated, however, they become savage and deadly enemies. It should be noted, however, that in some instances, cover claws will be found in the employ of a powerful person or creature, some, usually someone or something they fear, and in such cases, they will fiercely defend their master. Okay, wait a minute, I think... We previously encountered Claverclaws in the Fogwell Forest. So Claverclaws normally prefer to avoid contact with all other species. We know that they are sometimes to be found in the surface of a more powerful creature. And you quickly recall the mount wounded riders mention of the fire-wielding woman with the painted face. The three Claverclaws continue their slow and cautious advance until... Without warning, they break into a charge, snarling viciously as they bear down on you with unnerving speed. Got a few options here. I could hold my ground and meet their advance. I could use horsemanship. I could use archery. I could use illusion. Or I could use gating. I'm going to use horsemanship. Because I don't, don't get many chances to use that. Outside of the, that joust. Successfully used your horsemanship skill. 16 XP's horsemanship. Urging your steed into a gallop. You charge along the road directly towards the trio of Claverclaws. The hideous creatures shriek in alarm as you bear down on them and scatter. Fleeing into the forest on both sides of the road. Wasting no time, you widen a hastened clip towards the heart of Eastfell. You arrive on the outskirts of Eastfell and find a town that bears all the signs of having been recently deserted. Scattered belongings and various odds and ends lie strewn about the main road leading through the town, and several horses wander freely along the edges of the wide thoroughfare. After dismounting and tethering your steed to a post outside a small stable, you proceed cautiously along the road on foot towards the centre of town. You haven't gone far when you arrive at a spot where the street has been kept barricaded by a large pile of wooden stone. A group of 14 men are gathered behind the barricade, and they turn and watch as you approach. Four of them appear to be Tyson soldiers, and it is one of those men who steps forward and addresses you. Introduce yourself to the man and immediately welcomes you, though you can tell that the situation is grim. We're honoured by your presence, Soup, he says, but I'm afraid we'll need an army for what lies east of here. There's easily a hundred of those creatures, maybe more in the Watchtower east of town. And who's to say more of them haven't poured out of the hills since this morning? We're hoping that they don't sweep this way in any large number. We'll be forced to retreat. And the town is lost, he continues. The man is about to begin relating to you the events that unfolded here early this morning, when you int promptly interrupt him with news that you're sure will be welcomed by all. You tell the man that you met their messenger on the road outside Talamus, and all seemed immensely relieved. Then help will surely arrive soon, says one of the soldiers. Can't come soon enough. If any large number of these creatures come this way, we'll have to fall back or die defending this pile of wood and rubble. The men relate to you much of what you have already learned from the wounded, 
requited you met near Talonus, the watchtower east of town, which housed the grand garrison of Trojan soldiers, of which the four behind the barricade are all that remains, was overrun just after dawn by a large force of vicious claws that swept out of the wounded, wounded, wooded hills to the north. A sorceress is with them, grumbles one of the militiamen, his face streaked with sweat and grime. I imagine one of our own in league with that lot. She hides behind her painted face, but she can't hide her heart, which must be as black as those, black as that of the beast she lords over. A fire overwhelmed us, says one of the soldiers, who shows you his flyer blackened shield. Three of her five fire spears nearly wiped us out before we could bring our arms to bear. Description of the sorceress worries you. You're immediately certain there is more to this business than just a random attack by savage creatures of the wild on some remote town. Whatever our sinister intentions are, resolve that you will do do what you can to see they never come to fruition. When you tell the men you have every intention of taking the fight to the enemy that's taken hold of the watchtower, the eastern portion of town, your caution is immediately met with scepticism and words of caution. You'll do your best to stay here with us, says one of the soldiers, cautiously peeking over the top of the barricade towards the eastern part of town. Hope from Talonus will arrive. Soon enough, we'll take and um, and we'll take the fight to these murderous creatures, going out there in small numbers, or worse yet, alone is to invite death. You tell the men that you fear help may arrive too late, that leaving their clever claws and mysterious master to their own devices in their tower only serves to strengthen the enemy position. And also, I, I'm I'm a glory seeker, and if I fight, if there's an evil creature around that's, that needs saying, I'm gonna slay it. Even if even if the whole hundred men are just gonna come come in, what? Probably eight or so hours. I don't know how long it. I don't know how long it takes to gather a hundred men. I mean, there's there's logistics involved, so probably be a few hours. Anyway, but nevertheless, I I like I like slaying evil creatures. Your words are meant. Silence. Eastfell is deserted, save for the handful of soldiers and a few brave militia that remain barricaded behind a makeshift wall of logs and stones. Nothing moves in the western half of town. The fourteen men, including the four soldiers who survived the attack on the watchtower, have resolved to wait here, defending the road leading west, west, while they wait for hope to arrive from Talonus. None of them dare to head into the eastern portion of town, where they say that roving bands of clavichords make such an endeavour a foolhardy undertaking. Despite their willingness to venture out and engage the enemy, despite their unwillingness to venture out and engage the enemy that has taken the ta- watchtower east of town, will remain awestruck by your willingness to boldly face the danger that lies beyond the largely illusionary safety of the barricade. So this is a safe area. Well, currently safe. 
which means I can west here and I can save here. And I'm going to do the saving right now. Yep, so if, if you suffer any damage getting to this tower, you can just pop back here, west and heal. Apparently you're, you're, you're a master of power napping, so you can west with no, with, with no time, with no time passing at all. But I guess that, I guess that's one of the things you learn when you're an adventurer, how to power nap. Yes, yes, super naps. You know, they're not regular naps. They restore you a little bit, but they take out hours. But super naps can restore all your damage, can restore you completely, and you can do them in five minutes. Yes. <laughs> ah, pity I can't super nap. <laughs> Although, um, I don't know what I'd do with the eight extra hours each day if I had the power of super naps. Alright, head to the watchtower. You move furtively along the outskirts of Eastfell, hoping to avoid the woven bands of claws that still prowl this area, as you make your way towards the watchtower on the eastern edge of town. Pick a, pick a random number. Bonus of 56. 19 from luck, 18 from thievery, 19 from woodmanship. Pick now. 144. After nearly half a dozen encounters with the woven clavicles, you reach the field on the outskirts of Eastfelt, the centre of which stands the watchtower. You stand at the edge of a wide field on the eastern border of Eastfelt, the centre of which stands the tall, square, wood and stone structure that formerly housed a regiment of Tyson soldiers. From what you've learned from the few defenders that remain behind the barricade in Eastfell, the tower is filled with clover claws. You also tell that a fire-wielding sorceress, apparently commanding the foul creatures, is believed to still be in the watchtower. So I could approach the tower, or return to the barricade in East Eastfell, and from there I could just... Go anywhere, explore the kingdom in general. But so, yep, this is a quest you can just put aside now. Now I'm going to approach the tower. The approach does not gone unnoticed. The tower door flies open, and five clover claws rush out across the field towards you. But you boldly hold your ground in the face of their threatening charge. Clover claws attack you viciously, probably using those claws. Five, five XP. The five clover claws lie dead at your feet. After taking a moment to catch your breath, you carefully survey the tower and the field that surrounds it. You stand at the edge of a wide field on the eastern border of Eastfell, the centre of which stands the tall, square, wooden stone structure formerly housed a regiment of Tyson soldiers. Now, however, the tower seems to be infested with clover claws. The creatures who invaded it and mercifully slaughtered the defenders were also aware the sorceress, that the sorceress, those magical flames slew many of the soldiers, is likely still inside. 
You've slain five of the gruesome Hunan but still have little way of knowing how many yet remain in the watchtower. Approach the tower. The approach has not gone unnoticed. The tower door suddenly flies open, and four claws rush out across the field towards you. You boldly hold your ground. Hold your ground in the face of the threatening charge. Four claws. Clavaclaws attack you viciously. The four claws, 5xp, lie dead at your feet. After taking a moment to catch your breath, you carefully survey the tower and the field that surrounds it. Alright, there's nine humanoids. Approach the tower. Seven claws this time. They rush out of the tower and they are slain by me. Set five more XP, seven Claviclaws, approach the tower, six Claviclaws, and they are slain. That's 22 so far, here's another seven. Yep. Alright, 29 Claviclaws have been slain. With little way of knowing how many yet remain, approach the tower, it's four Claviclaws this time. Now, admittedly, if I was a clavicle by now, I would, be, I would be very, very reluctant to leave the tower by the front door. I would probably be trying to leave via the back door, if there is a back door. There might not be. Or I'd leave by the front door and immediately run off into the woods. One thing I wouldn't do would be to attack this guy who's already killed 33 of you. The claw lies dead at your feet. To take a moment to catch your breath, you carefully survey the tower and the field that surrounds it. Approach the tower again. Seven claws. The enemy claws tear into your flesh for six damage, but nevertheless they are still slain. 5xp, approach the tower, another 7 Claws. Alright, 47 slate, 8 Claws. oh my, that's a lot of Claws. They attack you viciously, they're all easy peasy. Approach the tower. Since your last victory over the Claws, no more of the hideous creatures have emerged from the tower, leaving you to believe all those bold enough to come out and engage you have already met their fate at, their, at your hands. Approach the tower. You start across the open field towards the watchtower. You cut of less than 20 yards when suddenly your eyes catch sight a human silhouette that moves into view in the topmost window. Only a moment later, a deafening war fills the air as a large fireball hurtles out of the window and streaks down towards you. The unnerving crackle of the fireball grows louder as the deadly spear of flame rapidly descends upon you. So I can use fortification... Elementalism or try to dodge. Fortification. The field's fireball slams into your hastily erected magical barrier and explodes into thousands of red hot embers that fall harmlessly to the ground. 
With a considerable distance still remaining between you and the tower, your mind races as you hurriedly ponder your next move. Continue towards the tower! You sprint towards the base of the tower, praying you will reach it before you fall victim to one of the fiery blasts being hurled at you from the tower windows high above. A deafening roar fills the air as the first fireball hurdles out of the window and streaks down towards you. The unnerving crackle of the fireball grows louder as the deadly spear of flame spear of flame rapidly descends upon you. Elementalism now succeeded. A powerful air elemental answers your summons and swoops down from on high, directly into the path of the fireball. The elemental forces the deadly flaming spear off course, smashes into the ground several yards to your right. Where it explodes, leaving a shallow crater and, sh- and showing you with loud for cloud of earth and debris. Con- with considerable distance still remaining between you and the base of the tower, your mind wastes as you hurriedly ponder your next move. Continue towards the tower. You sprint towards the base of the tower, praying you'll reach it before you fall victim to one of the fiery blasts being hurled down. Upon you from one of the windows high above, a deafening war fills the air as the second fireball hurtles out of the window and shrieks down towards you. The unnerving crackle of the fireball grows louder as the deadly spear of flame rapidly descends upon you. Attempt Attempt to dodge the fireball. You attempt to dodge the fireball. Pick a number. Bonus of 30. 20 from agility, 10 from luck. Pick now. Under the 16. You dive forward, tucking yourself into a wall and narrowly dodge the fireball as it hurdles past. The deadly spear of flame smashes into the ground only a few feet behind you and explodes, showing you with chunks of earth in the wake of its powerful detonation. A considerable distance still remaining between you and the base of the tower. Your mind races as you hurriedly ponder your next move. Continue towards the tower. You sprint towards the base of the tower, praying you will reach it before you fall victim to one of the fiery blasts being hurled down upon you from the one of the windows high above. A deafening roar fills the air as the third fireball hurtles out of the window and streaks down towards you. Fortification this time. The unnerving crackle of the fireball grows louder as the deadly spear of flame rapidly descends upon you. Succeeded. The fireball slams into your hastily erected magical barrier and explodes into thousands of red hot embers that fall harmlessly to the ground. With a considerable distance still remaining between you and the base of the tower, your mind races as you hurriedly ponder your next move. Continue towards the tower. You sprint towards the base of the tower, praying you will reach it before you fall victim to one of the fiery blasts being hurled down upon you from the windows high above. A deafening war fills the air as the fourth fireball hurtles out the window and sweeps down towards you. I'm trying to dodge this one. Dodge. Pick a number. Bonus 30. 46. The hurtling spear of flame slams into you and explodes on impact, 
driving you backwards onto the ground behind the force of its blast. Nine damage. Battle is singed, severely shaken, but thankful to still be alive. You painfully stagger to your feet. With about half the distance still remaining between you and the base of the tower, your mind races as you hurriedly ponder your next move. Continue! You sprint towards the base of the tower, praying you will reach it before you fall victim to one of the fiery blasts being hurtled down upon you from one of the windows high above. A deafening roar fills the air as the fifth fireball hurtles out the window and sweeps down towards you. The knackening crack of the fireball grows louder as the deadly spear of flame rapidly descends upon you. Use elementalism, I'll fight fire. With wind, oddly enough, a powerful air elemental answers your summons and swoops down from on high, directly into the path of the fireball. fireball. The elemental forces the deadly flaming spear off course, and it smashes into the ground several yards to your right, where it explodes, leaving a shallow crater and showing you with a cloud of earth and debris. With about half the distance still with between you and the base of the tower, your mind waits as you wholly ponder your next move. Continue! It's fireball number six. Fortification. Succeeded. The fireball slams into your hastily erected magical barrier and explodes into thousands of red-hot embers that fall harmlessly to the ground. Continue! It's a seventh fireball. Uh, elementalism. Succeeded. The power of air elemental answers your summons and summons and swoops down from on high directly into the path of the fireball. The elemental forces forces the deadly flame in your spear off course and it smashes into the ground several feet to your right, where it explodes, leaving a shallow crater and showering you with a cloud of earth and debris. With only a short distance between you and the base of the tower, your mind races as you hopefully ponder your next move. Continue! You, you reach the base of the tower and move up to the door. Before you can lay your hand upon the thick timbers, the door flies open and a massive, scar-faced clavichor leaps out and lands directly in front of you. The vicious creature swipes out of you its deadly talons, forcing you to drop back and assume a defensive stance. It's a massive, scar-faced claw. Begin combat. The claw attacks you viciously. And is slain. 4 XP. The massive claw clutches at its wound, the wounds. Now a window is festering. Widow, it's fe widow, it's festering torso and collapses to the ground. Coming to rest face first into the widening pool of its pungent, thick, black blood. Wasting no time, you step through the doorway and enter the tower, only to find yourself immediately confronted by a trio of clavic claws. The vicious creatures quickly surround you, their deadly talons sweeping out at you from all sides. It's three clavic claws. They attack me viciously, and the, tor the claws tear into my flesh, but not particularly deeply, as they only do two damage, and they tear into my flesh again. For 4 damage, but they are slain. 4 5 XP. 
The ghastly wail of the dying clavicles fills the chamber as two more of the ghoulish creatures charge down the stairs on the far wall and rush forward to attack. It's two clavicles. You swing your mace at the enemy and the clavicles attack you viciously. And they are slain. You step back from the corpses of the slain clavicles and cautiously mount the stairs that lead to the tower's second level. After counting 30 steps, you reach the landing and find yourself in a chamber that exactly mirrors the one below. A sudden movement from across the room draws your attention, and your eyes fall upon a curious and unwelcome sight. Standing on the far side of the chamber, the base of a set of steep steps leading up to the next level of the tower is a black-haired woman in red robes, a hideous mask of red and orange paint eerily conceals her face. A chorus of vicious snarls echoes off the walls of her the womb as the four claws charge down the steps and come to stand between you and the painted sor- sorceress. The two foremost of the savage creatures rush forward and attack. It's two claws. Claws attack you viciously and are slain. 3xp. The next two Claws leap forward, striking out you through their deadly talons as they attempt to tear flesh from bone. Claws attack you viciously. And they are slain. 2xp. You look up from the corpses of the slain Claws only to see the tail end of the sorcerer's robe disappearing from view at the top of the stairs. Wasting no time, you bound up the stairs after her. You reach the next level of the tower and find yourself confronted by the target of your pursuit. Her cool gaze stabs at you from behind the hideous mask of red and orange that hides her face, sending a shudder the length of your spine. Without a word, she levels her left palm at you and stretches wide her fingers. Out of the palm of her hand erupts a massive fireball. The spear of flame surges, surges across the chamber towards you. So I can use fortification, elementalism, or dodge. I will use fortification. It succeeded. 4x speed to fortification. The fireball smashes into your invisible barrier and explodes, showing the chamber with thousands of red hot embers. Your hastily summoned magical shield has served you well, leaving you unharmed in the wake of the powerful detonation. The sorceress turns and rushes up up the steps towards the top level of the watchtower. Pursue the sorceress to the next level. You dash up the stairs on, on the heels of the painted sorceress, eager to prevent her from either escaping or fetching any more of her foul minions, springing up the last few steps, you leap into the topmost chamber of the tower, on the far side of which hovers a tall, swirling black portal, strewn across, across the floor of this room, lying between, between the sorceress and the portal, are the bloodied corpses of three slain soldiers, no doubt victims of the clavichor assault on the tower. The sorceress rushes towards the portal, but you have no intention of allowing her to escape. So, I've got quite a lot of options here. I can I can remain where I am. No, <laughs> no, not doing that. 
not letting her get away, rush forward and try to stop her. I could use necromancy, illusion, telekinesis, archery, or gating. Hmm, I'm going to use necromancy. Succeeded. The sorceress freezes in her tracks and then steps back in horror as the three corpses of the slain soldiers, as commanded by your master of ne mastery of necromancy, rise up from the floor and swiftly surround her. She struggles against her undead foe for only a few moments before falling victim to a series of savage, staggering blows that sends her to the floor of, of the chamber in a heap. She does not move again. You promptly dispel your dark magic, and the undead soldiers slump to the floor and return to their eternal rest. A faint crackling sound fills the chamber as the portal suddenly vanishes. You have little, little doubt that the painted sorceress used such a portal as you encounter in this chamber to gate in the clover claws that ravaged Eastfell. Her purpose for taking the watchtower remains unclear, but you are convinced this is not a random or isolated incident. Your imagination flirts with countless dark and uninviting explanations for the events that transpired here. You are about to descend from this chamber when you suddenly spot a wooden box lying in the corner, next to the body of the slain soldier. The box has no lock, and you cautiously flip up its thin lid to reveal its contents. Resting at the bottom of the box is a thin iron wad, a silver wing, and two kapak elixirs, and a leather pouch. You pick up the leather pouch and empty its contents into your hand. Eight adventure tokens spill into your upturned palm. Yay! Decide to take all the items in the box. It's a Quebec elixir, two of them. Yes, they restore your stanima points to full, and can be used even if you are just about to enter into a combat, when you can't use restoration for healing. Unidentified silver wing. This small wing bears no markings. You're certain it is magical in nature. Unidentified iron wad. Strange markings are etched into the surface of this otherwise plain iron wad. This weapon is of common quality. Confident you have not overlooked anything, and eager to return to Eastfell bearing news of your victory over the sorceress and her minions. You quickly make your, make your way out of the tower and head back towards town. You pass back into Eastfell and proceed along the main road towards the centre of town. As you approach the stretch of road on which the barricade has been erected, you are greeted by an unwelcome, if somewhat untimely, sight. Six dozen mounted Titan soldiers and another dozen Horse Burger Rangers are slowly trotting along the main road leading, leading through town. The man at the head of the regiment spots you and rides forward to meet you. He introduces himself as Captain Yost, and when you relate to him the details of your victory over the Claver Claws and the painted sorceress, he shakes his head and stares at you in disbelief. Well then, 
Little enough be said of our untimely arrival. How could one man go again, up against such odds and... The captain's eyes narrow as he peers at you cautiously. I should have recognised you at once, says Captain Jost, sitting up straight in his saddle. Well met indeed, Zoop. It is an honour for me to say that I know you, and not just of you. Captain Jost tells you that his men will now begin to help the townsfolk with the clean-up in the wake of these horrific events. The border rangers divide into two groups and set out at once to scout the surrounding countryside in case any of the vicious claws still prowl the area. The soldiers ride towards the eastern edge of town, where they will begin to clean up some of the clean up the carnage that surrounds the watchtower. It's a duty you accept with pleasure, grins Captain Yost. I wish you safety in your travels, Zoop, and may the All Father guide and protect you. We cannot possibly thank you enough for all you have done here today. When the soldiers have gone, you proceed to the stables, where you're pleased to find the mare still tethered where you left her. She stands, she stamps impatiently as you untie the wains and saddle her for the long ride back to Talonus. As you trot out of Eastville, you can't help but wonder how long it will be before life in the small town returns to normal. Somehow, you doubt it ever truly will. You've covered just over half distance to Atlas when you once again encounter the Wyatt's timely arrival marks, marks the beginning of your perilous adventure in Eastville. He's riding east along the road at good draws up next to you with an anxious with an anxious look at him. Tell me the fight is not lost, he cried, apparently assuming the worst. A whole regiment of soldiers rode out of the city hours ago. Have you seen them pass? When you relate to the man all that transpired in Eastfell, he exhales deeply in relief and shakes his head. Surely the blood of Seer runs through you, he cries. Could hardly be plain fate that led to our meeting on this very road, the outset of these terrible events. There was a greater hand in all of this. I'm certain of it. The man leans over and meets you in a shoulder cross. He thanks you repeatedly, and then, with a smirk, asks if he can have his horse back. You swap horses with him, and he waves as you ride off to the east atop his as he rides off to the east atop his beloved steed. On the back of your new mount, you continue west along the road at a leisurely pace. The brilliant amber, amber and crimson hooves, hues of the setting sun douse your eyes as the road passes over the back of a low hill and the high outer hall of the Tyson capital looms into view at the edge of your sight. Congratulations, Zoop. Your victory over the painted sorceress and her foul clavichord minions has saved the town of Eastfell from a gruesome fate. Your heroic efforts on behalf of the town's etern eternally grateful residents will never be forgotten. 1,024 experience to General... 128 experience to all skills and powers. Quite nice. Alright, and that... That puts me back in Talonus. But first, I got I got some unidentified items. Let's have a look at them using Arcania. Using your skill of Arcania, 
You look through the items you're carrying to identify any that are currently unidentified. I find a sorcerer's baton wing and an iron wad. Just iron wad. It's magic. It's a weapon bashing. It's magical. The power of minor flame. Strange markings are etched into the surface of this otherwise plain wad. This weapon is of magical quality. Alright, what about that wing? Sorcerer's battle wing. One melee rating, two stamina points, one Neville reserve. This is the enchanted silver wing you took from the chest in the watchtower in Eastfell. In all likelihood, it was the property of the painted sorceress you encountered there. Okay, this it's no good for me now, but if I if I did this quest quest early on in my adventures. It would be, it would be a good upgrade to say no wing at all, or maybe the serpent wing you get from the seven seven knight statues quest, or maybe I think there's there's a few or the spiked no, no the sum. It's better than some. Anyway. Once more, we are in Talonus. Okay, I think. Hmm. What to do next? Alright, there's a couple of. couple of small event ventures left in Talonus. A fireside encounter. And hiss. Yes, those are smaller adventures. We'll, I'll do both of them next time. I mean, Nolio's flight leads to a lot of stuff, so that that deserves a whole episode. And eavesdropping leads to an entirely new place. So that will also get its own episode. Yep, until then, I'll save once again. And farewell, fellow adventurers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.